the basic argument is should the taxpayers of both the state, local, city of Nashville, should they be on the hook to fund a dome stadium for billionaires? And that's what it comes down to. I got to tell you, that's an icebreaker. <laughs> yeah, that's a hell of an icebreaker. Yeah. I think you threw the awkward spot at the conversations. Yeah. Well, we are. That'd be a good podcast topic. We awkward are. We, we are. Crazy people. So hey, we are recording. Turtle. Turtle. We're recording now. And um, I guess we don't have much of a laid out layout. So Clay, start us off. <laughs> hey, this is our second episode of the Kindred Spirits podcast. Uh, last time we got to y'all was like a month ago. Chad has been in Florida since, uh, busting his butt trying to renovate a whole new house. Um, don't know how that process is going, but I'm sure we'll get into that sooner or later. We'll probably get into it way later because I don't feel like talking about it. Okay. Because it's kicked my ass. <laughs> but we're here with a uh, kindred spirit, David Fuquay. With All a right. kindred spirit, with a David Fuquay. Because if you remember from last episode, hopefully you just clicked right over from that one to this one. Hope so. That's the official name, kindred spirits. That's what we chose. Um, but yeah, David has uh, been a professor for college. You introduce yourself uh, if okay. you can. But me and Chad are students of his. Former students. Former students back in 2014. Continued students so. of life. <laughs> <laughs> they were known as the NASCAR boys. We were, <laughs> yeah. To, to not kindred spirits, they were lost spirits trying to find their <laughs> way. <laughs> so, you know, let's go ahead and we'll, we'll jump into it because I think that's what we talked about. Let's go ahead because we've talked about him in the first podcast, mm, our first right. episode. And you'll hear us talk and mention David or Fuquay. It's the same person. Okay. We were used to calling him Fuquay back as college students, but now that we're outside of school friends, we call him. We can call him David. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll get into. It. So Clay and I graduated high school in 2014. Went directly into Vol State Community College in a town called Gallatin in Tennessee. And a lot of times, Clay and I were able to carpool because you'll remember us talking. We worked at Discount Tire together. Um, and boy, did we get into some great, luckily, classes and e-com classes with our professor here, David. Um, and we'll have to let you let him probably go ahead and talk about what he remembers from us. But we instantly remember going into his class. And I think we left that class and we were like, oh, hell yeah. This is going to be, this will be the good one, the highlight yeah. um, for yeah. the year. I was yeah, waiting well, on you. Okay. Sorry, I was waiting on for, for some input there from Clay. Oh, I was going to add <laughs> but some I guess more, it, but I was going to I'll let I'll let David introduce himself and then I'll sure. kind of go into everything <laughs> all right, else. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, you're going. Well, all I can say is, you know, two guys showed up sitting in the back of a classroom, smile on their face, talking about NASCAR all the time. Good drink, looking. Drink, yeah, yeah, good looking. Yeah, the studs. My first thought was these good old country boys from outside of Nashville, That's probably right. uh, maybe not Macon County, drinking that ski and smoking that weed, you know. But it turns out they're actually two really smart guys, and I've kept up with them, and it's been fun to follow. And uh, just to give you a little insight, uh, I had a car that I really loved. Toyota Yaris, man, a real man's car, you know. Had that thing for over 10 years, what, 287,000 miles. Walked out one day and Piece I, of crap. two damn hubcaps <laughs> were gone. I thought, where the hell? I lost those hubcaps on the bypass. Then three days later, they reappeared. And sure enough, you walk in the classroom, you look in the back, you get that smile on your face and go, 
Ah, uh, it's, it's the NASCAR boys. The NASCAR boys. Well, we knew to a yeah. good time. We knew, we knew how to mess with the vehicles. Yeah. Especially the tires, <laughs> given our experience at the old discount tire. So we, knew we were exact, experts. Yeah, we were trusted experts. Trusted experts. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so, so, yeah, that's some of the good stuff that we've done. We would go into class in the morning. I remember because uh, David would go in and always get the vibe going for class if he was feeling it for the day, which most of the time he definitely was. And uh, there'd be some sort of song that he'd have going mm-hmm. when we'd come into class. So then we started beating him to class sometimes. And if the computer was unlocked, we'd go up there and try to pull whatever songs we were listening to, like, this is a good one, play it. He'll come in and be like, oh, okay, I, I see what you're playing. Like, what what did we do? We did, uh, we did a bunch one? of ACDC because we were really into classical rock at that time. Yeah, what ACDC, was the one I, we played when I was, um, we were in the Mustang, and I'd have it going, I'd shift right at the, uh, man, I'll remember it sometime during this damn episode. I'll have to speak to it. Um but yeah, we'd play the different the different songs. ACDC was some big ones. Definitely a different vibe going from class to class. Mm-hmm. I know for me, um, obviously going into like college. Accounting. Where, Sorry, can't mention any names on here, but uh, no, going going from high school to Vol State, like that that step into college, like I had no idea what I wanted to do. I originally went into Vol State as a uh, what was a sports medicine major. Was my sports medicine? Sports medicine, yeah, was my major because I had no idea what I wanted to do. Obviously, they don't teach you like how to anything about your majors. You are expected to know what you want right. to do for your entire life right after you get out of high school. So I thought, you know, a medical field, and I enjoyed sports. Sports, so I was like, oh, sports, sports. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's a pretty decent major, I guess. And he got pretty and, and good. And now you fantasize about being a butcher. What does that tell us? <laughs> What's going on? There's been a, there's been a long time between the two, <laughs> and a lot of mental growth. But, um, but yeah, I went in, and the first first semester, I just, I hated it. Um, I knew I'd had to take eventually like anatomy and physiology, and I knew I was Absolutely. not cut out for that. And then the second semester, I think I had my first econ class with you because I was also a business administration mm-hmm. minor. Yeah. And that first class, the way you had presented economics in the whole field, like I had never been introduced to that. The only, only introduction I've ever had to the field of economics or personal finance or anything like that was high school Dave Ramsey. And Chad, <laughs> you you can vouch for that. Um, that is not the best way to learn how. I don't to- know what you're talking about. I have zero debt. Okay, well, I do too, but I'm <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, I don't, terrible. I, I don't contribute that. There's to a Dave lot Ramsey. you can learn, but yeah, no, me either. Man. But yeah, the first time I ever had your class, I was like, oh, this guy, this guy knows his stuff, and he's like passionate about yeah. this. And then and unbiased, that very was unbiased. Yeah, he made us think too. Like, I guess it's it okay was, to be a socialist. It's okay to yeah. be a socialist. Okay to have different yeah. thoughts. Play devil's time. advocate a bunch. And honestly, I had no idea what his political beliefs were when we were well, in class. Remember in class, we were in class, and he was saying he was a liberal, and we were like, what's no, a liberal? No, he wouldn't even, well, he was, <laughs> you know, he would say it difference? to us, he was like, oh, you bunch of liberals. And <laughs> we're like, like good? Clay's like, what's a liberal? And I'm like, I don't think it's good, but I think it's based on what your opinion is in politics. I don't, so anyways. Well, let me just add one thing real quick so we can roll on to whatever we're going to yep, do here. Yep. Because, uh, yeah, I reconnected with these guys because they both went on to the beautiful campus. And, uh, well, you went to UT yep. chasing his love up to that yeah, campus. Yeah. And I majored F- in economics after that, by the way. Yeah, I he sure that. did. And he, uh, <laughs> I graduated. Yeah, he chased his love up to UT and corralled her and married her. And now he's living. Honey Lee. Yeah, there you go. And then 
Chad went down the MTSU to rock their world and then ended up back in this direction and then ended up buying a house about four miles down the road from where I lived during the great pandemic and everybody's you know, y'all stuck didn't even in know, the house. Like at the time, no, we didn't, didn't know. even know that y'all no, were that no. close. Mm-mm. No, then, until we went to um, – it wasn't even golf because I didn't have the house when we went golf. When you brought yeah, out the when you brought right. out the wooden golf yeah. clubs, oh yeah, it's another wooden story, putter, baby. But like but we had kind of like gone our separate ways. Yeah, we were all during college, and then once Chad had moved back or closer to you, yeah. and you started hanging out more, that's when it kind of like jumped back oh, into the swing yeah. of things. It was uh, well, we all, we all chickens, went. Then we all go to dinner on. or something, and then we were we oh, were talking. You were like, "I live in Greenbrier." I'm like, "No crap!" Like my address is in Greenbrier, and then we set up. Cause you were like, I'll show you the town. Mm-hmm. So we went and and did and did that whole thing, and mm-hmm. then it was um, they just started hanging out, and then the cigar bar trips mm-hmm. uh, that have been fantastic. Um, so yeah, pretty cool how it all worked out. Yeah. Definitely, definitely for sure. Um, now, he's, now he's becoming the king of real estate. So yeah, uh, <laughs> king of. Uh, I'll be on a new HGTV show. Called crap. Fix fix your f ups or something, or, or I'll be I'll, I'll be a con, not a contestant, but I'll be one of the the subjects of the show where they have to come in and fix what I thought I could do myself. Yeah, that's definitely a different podcast to get into that. But uh, yeah, but yeah. Um, so what is this? Okay, so this is uh, yeah. So we pulled David in. We talk to David all the time. Love the man. And uh, he's very interesting. So we were like, let's talk about some current current subjects, stuff that's on our mind, what we've been talking about over the phone and stuff. And um, some of that has been the Nashville topics that's been happening, current events. And uh, one of which, the big one, is this new stadium they're talking about bringing in. Um, two, possible $2 billion. B with a B, billion. Yeah, I saw something the other day where they had got the initial quote back in 2020. It was like five or $600 million, but because of all the price increases since then, you know, it's jumped up to, what is it now, $2.2 yeah. $2 billion? Speaking of that, like that just triggered a thought in my head. What a great freaking time to look at building a new stadium when um, material cost is the highest that Absolutely. it's been ever. Yep. Mm. So perfect. This is yeah. the great time. Let's but go hey, ahead. The, the city's booming. Labor shortage. The what Tennessee Titans are doing good, though. The Tennessee Titans are doing decent. So that's the argument. David was talking about. He had heard there was some Titan that was mentioning um, some former Titan that was talking about like why it's a good benefit, you know. And his one of his arguments was like, man, if we don't do this, I could definitely see some people leaving Nashville. Like <laughs> that, anybody's yeah. gonna leave or right. came to Nashville because for of the, the stadium, Titans. right? Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm a huge Titans fan. I love football, and I love the Titans and right. my home team. Um, so I try to play like devil's advocate here, but honestly, like when you look back at it, it's like, okay, you you can approach this from a pure economics standpoint oh, as well. It's like, okay, what are the costs? What are the benefits? The benefits mm-hmm. outweigh the costs. If so, great. But what happens with stuff like this is there's a bunch of unintended consequences that will will happen. I mean, one of the things that obviously comes to mind. Okay, we build a stadium. Let's say instead of just doing the Titans game, okay, we got a huge venue that now we can host the CMAs in, you know, big music scene in Nashville. So how many concerts can we hold in? How many people is that going to bring in? Super Bowls, drafts, things like that. How many people is that going to bring in? And when all those people come in, do we have the infrastructure in Nashville to uphold those people? Mm -hmm. That's the big thing I'm worried because I drive to Nashville every day for work and traffic sucks. Mm how, long, how many miles from the city are you? Thirty something? No, I'm in the in city. Lebanon. 
Oh, oh, oh. Where I mean, you live? I live. Clay lives in Lebanon. Give live. your address, Clay. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Where do you get your Lebanon. beat? <laughs> but, uh, I mean, with no traffic, I've gotten to work in 30 minutes. Easy. But yeah, you're less. I've looked you up your address. You're less than um, 40 miles. You're like 32 I'm 30, or 33 30 miles, miles, I think, from Nashville. From, from, from downtown. Yeah. Exactly. So, without traffic, easily can get there before 30 minutes. The when day, your typical work day, day, I came. I was coming home from Nashville. It took me two hours to get home. Oh, my God. Damn. Two hours. That's but, that's going to Knoxville. But at least you'd have a stadium so you could drive by, maybe see but the stadium. See the lights. The you can see the lights. I have something nice to look at yeah, while I'm stuck. Oh, well, that's without the stadium, right? So when you get the stadium, then you'll get to definitely yeah. So that. let's kind of get into it. I know, David, you've done a lot of research with it, and uh, cool. I, we've done a fair amount of research as well. So well, what, what I did was I just pulled a couple of things together back from original when the stadium came here. And you could say when we got fleeced by the Titans the first time around, if you're a critic of it. But the original stadium in 1999 – was going to be 290 million. Now, if you put that in today's dollars, it's 451 million. But think about mm. that. The governor of uh, the fine state of Tennessee, Governor Lee, has already come out and said they're willing to pitch in 500 million without even a bat of the eye or much of a discussion. So we've blown way past the original. Uh, they also use PSLs, which are private seating license, to raise 23 billion back then. And then there were some other ways that they got the money together, but. The biggest controversy is people are looking at this and going, you know, think about it. There's 32 NFL football teams. They're all owned by billionaires. Mm -hmm. The basic argument is should the the taxpayers of both the state, local, city of Nashville, should they be on the hook to fund a dome stadium for billionaires? Mm-hmm. Pay for the stadium. So these elected officials that are falling all over themselves to throw money at the owners of the Titans are facing a you well, know kind of an angry yeah, mob. I mean, when you think of a new stadium, like it's sexy, like it, oh you you get the the design for it. Some engineer or architect creates a design for a new stadium, and they got all these beautiful colors going on to it. It's like oh man, we gotta throw money at this, but. You know, you start looking at it, and not to mention, didn't we just get finished building a stadium at the National Fairgrounds for the soccer team? We're like, not I'm all for the MLS it, it, coming it, to Nashville. Is it finished? It's, it's it, still under construction? It'll be finished in May. Okay, yeah, so May. it's it's not finished. And I don't know how much that costs. You know how the infrastructure is going over there? Google that real quick if we want to see how much that costs for the city oh, of Nashville. Oh, yeah. You know how much, um, how much infrastructure has been built up over there? Right around that location? Uh, Zero. <laughs> I will tell you that. Zero. It's right around the little local neighborhoods. You're going up and down neighborhood roads to get yeah. to it because it's right by the old fairgrounds. That's right. That's right where the plants are, right around that area too. So yeah, I mean, and that's and it's right where the uh, the old uh, speedway is. So estimated cost is three hundred thirty-five million dollars. Three hundred thirty-five million. Okay, so okay, we got that, and we got one point two or two billion in a football stadium, and not only that, but they're also looking at bringing an MLB team to Nashville. Oh, I do remember that. Being I mean, the I don't know that. It's I haven't heard anything, works, anything but, recently yeah, about that's it. A, that's a possibility. Well, okay, so to speak about that, we know we used to be called NASCAR Car Boys, according to, to David. So I know a lot about the NASCAR scene um, from history. The old Fairground Speedway over there right by the soccer stadium, they've been working on deals with uh, with some higher-ups in NASCAR that own like some of the top uh, tracks like Bristol, Atlanta Motor Speedway, Kentucky Motor Speedway. His name is Marcus Smith. 
they've been proposing uh, for the longest time to Nashville to come in and totally revamp and redo the Fairground Speedway, bringing in billions to like redo that track because it's got so much history. Motorsports has a ton of history in Nashville for those that don't know, and um, it's at a great location. It's super close to downtown, and the area is building up into like a better area in the city, especially with the soccer stadium. Yeah, and it's already there. So. And from what I've researched, I've done, um, it's looking like they've come to some agreements, and that's going to be pushed but through too. What are they doing with the, the super speedway? The super speedway, trashing it. So they still have their races because it was sitting vacant for like ten years or something. Using close to it as 10 a years. car lot for like Nissan. Using it as a car lot, NASCAR would still go test there. But what so a waste of money. It. They had a race, though. They, they did have a race, but the only reason they had that race was to hopefully try to bring that attention back to Nashville. So if you remember, you might not even know. Uh, NASCAR brought their award banquet ceremonies to Nashville the past three seasons. It was only been two seasons because during COVID they didn't, didn't do it. So they came into the um, – I don't know if you guys even remember. They did the whole burnouts on Broadway mm, and took yeah, the NASCARs yeah, yeah, down yeah. there, and they're trying to yeah. generate that attention in Nashville – to switch it from the super speedway to go back to the fairground speedway. Um, and so it's just interesting because you have that's three big things the soccer stadium, possible NASCAR track getting redone, and then now they're talking about a new stadium. Where is all the new info? I haven't seen one new road. All this money and where, like, first of all, to your point, while the taxpayers have to pay for it. Well, let's be sure. Well, but let's also remember where the money is not right now is in these potholes. <laughs> That's the I mean, man, I'm, I'm like on some kind of uh, crash derby out there. I mean, it cost me already about $850 to replace a bent Speaking rim. Speaking of, yeah, going tire. to Nashville every day. I, I mean, come on. So, I, I'm, you know, I, okay, so I got a brand-new stadium. I got a soccer stadium. I got a, a NASCAR race out here. But I'm playing dodgeball trying to get to the when track you, without blowing out tires. When you're morning commute and you know where all the potholes are at, that's a problem. We now have to – Oh, yeah. When I'm anticipating the pothole coming up and there, I can't even like see it yet, that's a problem. You've ever been on the road and it hits you? Like you're in that weird oh days where you're driving and you're like you, – you, that weird times you'll get to work and you're like, how did I even get here? I wasn't paying attention. If you're in that days, I've had it so many times, like getting on the 24 from where Charge we live. And I'm like – Oh shit! And it'll hit me exactly, and it's too. I'm too late, and it's just. Oh, like I dig in, dude, into my yeah, seat. Just hold yeah, on. No, 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 you know what the best thing is? <laughs> when you hit the pothole, and all of a sudden you you, you regroup and you look up, and your rearview mirrors aim straight down. When you get those like butterflies in your stomach, like you feel like everybody's like judging you because oh, you yeah. hit the pothole going 80 miles an hour, and everybody's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like, oh. I don't even know what you the legal. Silent, turn the radio down. Right. So what does that say about a city? You know, they want to build a two plus billion dollar stadium, but they can't fill in potholes after yeah, one. Yeah. So I would say yeah. I would say their priorities. I mean, it's not like we're it's not like we're that, you know in that, the tundra you know, here. That was a perfect example of getting the cart ahead of the horse, for sure. I mean, the cart is like. I mean, detached from the horse and way the hell on, and the horse hasn't so even caught up. So I will up. say this about the stadium, like kind of crapping on it, but I will say this, like what we okay. First of all, we need a winning team. Are you going to be a thirty-year guarantee of a winning team? I will say the Titans have gotten better, but okay. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I'm older than you. Eight and eight, Fisher. That was Fisher. That was his name. That was Fisher. Okay. I will vouch for the Titans in this regard. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. I have gotten a little bit better. Now, we can't win a playoff game to save our life, but we can get to the playoffs on a more consistent basis. 
Well, that means the dome hey, will be available for other that's venues. That's what I want to get to. Because Nash was such a huge <laughs> music Nash industry, like a huge music scene. When we got the CMAs coming here, and we got Bonnaroo that's in Manchester. Okay, who's to say that can't come up to Nashville or whatever? What kind of other uh, events can this put on? Like, we had the draft here several years ago. That was a huge event. It was massive. It was massive. What was it, 450,000 people? How much money did that bring into the city? And we were also talking about a Super Bowl, and I know reading up on the stadium, they're trying to have it uh, ready for the 2026 World Cup, which I don't know if y'all follow soccer. Oh, it's massive. But the World Cup is the Super Bowl of soccer, and soccer is the biggest sport in the, the biggest world. sport in the world. So that's going to bring in millions, probably international. millions of people into this national area. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, just thinking international, that's why I've got to be why they're like amping up our airport. Like crazy when you drive home. Okay, oh, so they're because you see it off the they're highway. They're investing in the airport. Okay, that's big time. Okay, where do you know what they're doing there? No, but have you seen it? They're oh, absolutely. Okay, they put okay. in an international terminal. So they're trying to be like in Atlanta, the, the or Chicago. Yeah, yeah. They made like well, a yeah, on- absolutely. I, look, a corporate headquarters isn't going to come to Nashville yeah. unless they have the access to get to the world. Uh, the problem is the estimated estimated cost of that was just a little over a billion. But I guarantee if you start digging in the economics of the return on a city and the area from an airport versus an NFL stadium, I think you'll find Wait, that the, the update, yeah, the, the it was stadium. over, it was like a billion? It was but over just a billion, one. yeah. And they put in a brand new international The benefits that that would bring are far oh. outweigh. Like, doesn't even, even compete. It would not compete because. Yeah. Hey, and they paved the roads leading into right. the Okay, so oh, I saw the new big models. sign they created everything. <laughs> how is somebody, yeah. so let's say you fly in into BNA, which is the airport, how do you get to downtown? The only way you can get down there right now is either Uber or taxi. You don't have any, you know, the big cities, they have uh, like subway, trams, rail going. Why don't we? Great point. Great point. Well, that, well, that we was proposed propo- last hey, mayor election. Yeah, that was what, $5.4 yep. so billion. So $5.4 billion. billion. Guess who Was the estimated start. So we're going to spend $2 billion the on the stadium. What was the complaint? Gonna... I forgot. I was sponsored. Uh, oh, well, it gets a little uh, gets a little sensitive here. But some of the uh, rail lines that were under consideration were oh. going down west end, oh. very affluent areas. And all of a sudden, hey, they the rich people, see, they don't want to see a tram coming through their front yard. The unwashed masses riding on board. Well, because think about it. If you're going to service downtown Nashville, you want there to be kind of a network that will link together. So, you know, come down Gallatin Road, out of Madison, through East Nashville, into downtown. Come down. It's like a spoken wheel, if you think about it. Come down. I was thinking about that today. Like the only thing, that the area, only trail system sure. that we ha- or the trailway that we have now is going from Lebanon. It goes through Mount Juliet. It's an old ass railroad. Exactly. Dude, it's a the music city star, and it stops in. It stops on Broadway on Second well, Avenue. Why don't we have? And sure. I mean, obviously, I knew the, I knew the answer. Light rail. Yes. Said, okay, have something from Franklin going up Twenty Four. But you, you talk sure, about absolutely. rich people don't want to have that in well, the front yard. Hey, we're, okay. We're up here at Vol State, you know, if you'll notice, if you know this area at all, where Rivergate Mall is, that's where the bus stops. You know, any kind of commuter buses might be allowed to come up into Hendersonville and Gallatin, but, Mm -hmm. you know, people didn't move out here to have public transport set there. And every city who typically does public transport runs into the socioeconomic racial balance and all the different things and the impact that that has on it. And uh, some people view that as negative to their value of their homes, Fun which, you know, that's, that's a huge thing. 
I'm just saying. Sorry, I gotta come in. I look. I'm gonna come in there. So your answer well, no, is just saying, better transportation. I'm just sitting here thinking about it, right? right. Because you can already uh, see what's happening in Nashville if you go down there. When's the last time? Like back when we were in 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 college, for instance, just not not long ago. Um, I felt totally fine going down for like the New Year's uh, New Year's Eve event they would have or something, and, and you'd run into a couple of homeless people or whatever. And obviously, we feel terrible um, for the homeless people, but. Nashville's doing a terrible job at, like, keeping the city clean and, and avoiding the same problem that, like, L.A. and Chicago and those sort of places are having. Yeah. So instead of – Can you Google that? You, how many homeless people are in Nashville? Yeah, well, 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 I'll pull it up in a second, but let me tell you something real quick. Like, when I go out to West Nashville, get off on Charlotte, the huge tent oh, communities yeah. Oh, yeah. that are over there on the side of the road is unbelievable. We used to have under the bridge, but, you know, we had to get rid of the under bridge because we want to yeah. develop the East You're Bank. You're going to always have that homeless and, situation. You know, I mean, there's people, a lot of those I mean, people. My brother's a police officer. Right. In Lebanon, there's a home, there, the homeless situation there is getting a little bit worse. And you go to these shelters and you talk to them, and a lot of them, that's the lifestyle that they choose. They want to be homeless because they enjoy the lifestyle. They enjoy the freedom of not having to go in and, like, what we're doing, going and work every day, having to pay bills, having to care about a mortgage or mowing the lawn. They just want to live uh, – yeah, look, number pops up here. This might be a little dated, but they said around twenty thousand homeless people in Nashville. When was that? that looks a little twenty twenty one. Yeah, tw- maybe no, not. not that maybe bad, a little so. over. Well, right. I'm not saying twenty thousand. The article not date. bad. I'm just saying though, relative to limits. That. Yeah, I just typed in homeless numbers in Nashville. So what does it compare to, like, so, uh, like an Austin, Texas, which oh, is kind of I feel like similar. Oh, places, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I see the tents going, and and I don't know if you've noticed, but like the tents are all the same. So I don't know if there's some program where we're giving them out tents, and then I don't know, man. It's just in order to have a successful tram public transportation system that that uh, routinely is um, gets those bad reputations because anybody that's been to New York, Chicago, or whatever that gets has to get on them, they're not very clean, they're not very safe. Like you don't have like, oh, this is the cream of the crop crowd out here. So, I don't know. You just have to have the, the forward thinking of we're going to put, like, law enforcement in place to, to keep this clean. We're going to put in, in force, like, the um, the cleaning crews. Like, I remember when I worked in the Batman building, I had to go across Broadway every single night. Blew my mind. Every single night in the a.m., they're cleaning Broadway, yeah. pressure washing the yeah. sidewalks. I mean, they, they, they do that. Yeah, they do that. Yeah. But you almost have to have a crew that's going to do that on, on the tram system because how many drunk people from Nashville would get on a tram system? And ruin it just because they're not in the right state of mind. So there's just so much more funding that has to go behind it. So that's just to the point. The whole point is, yeah. But what's the, what's what's the alternative? Everybody drives into Nashville and we deal with the same situation. We're just going to keep extending the interstates and adding more. You're, you're absolutely right. So what I'm saying is that should be the that should be what we do because for one, it's going to be safer, right? People have that option rather than I don't want to pay for a new. Yeah, so but I'm drive you don't myself. have the land to do that though. You don't have like I mean, at some point you're going to run out of space to add a, another lane onto the interstate, right? Oh, I'm not talking about adding a lane on the interstate. I'm talking about the tram. Like that's okay. what should be added. That should be considered. And so in order to consider that, it's billions of dollars. Maybe the stadium isn't the best freaking billion dollars to be putting into the city right now. Or right? if if it. If the stadium is the answer, then why are the taxpayers having to pay for it? Why aren't the billionaires funding it? 
well. And the other thing you have to look at when you look at any city like Nashville, like uh, there was a recent article that came out and said the next 20 years, the estimates are at the present growth rate, we could have another 1 million people in the Middle Tennessee area. Well, uh, are they coming here for a, a winning dome? No. They're coming here because we have no income taxes. Music uh, they're coming here because yeah. Yeah. I told land, or houses are relatively cheap compared to like New York City, L.A. Oh, yeah, well, that's relatively cheap. Yeah. That's changing that's fast, changing but fast. right now. Yeah. I, I, said, I told David earlier, we're a very niche, I think, a pretty niche location. We, I you, mean, we're attractive. I mean, we're, we're, in, the, very we're attractive. in the southern state. It's nice weather. Center of the, center of the country. You get relatively everywhere pretty quick. You get a flight anywhere. Um, also, the population is very young. You've got all these yeah. corporations that are coming into Tennessee, so all the job abilities and job capabilities are here. Uh, High-paying jobs. Healthcare, healthcare is, is huge. Like the cheap, biggest industry. You got Amazon just built their what? Their, their another um, headquarters. Here you got like or whatever, a, like an Ivy League school in Vanderbilt. Yep. And you got Belmont. Belmont. Um, so then you have so you have all this attractive, but then the the nightlife. You have the money and the income that's there to then give you the ability to go live. It, it's all there. It's all here. So protect it. I think it's like make sure we're protecting it, and it's not. Um, well, but you also have to go back to the non-sexy issues, too. Like, if you look at Nashville, the rents here went up 19% last year. A lot of our rental rates are starting to rival places like L.A. and New York. So the idea of it's cheap and affordable, it may be on the tax side, but not on the living side. The other thing is, is that one of the little dirty things you finally have to look at with Nashville, unless you've got a lot of money and you can afford to move to Williamson County or talking Mount millions, Jillian, maybe Lebanon, Williams yeah, County, where Lebanon, some of those baby. people, Lebanon, where Bring some of those people house, are hiding over, the country. yeah, <laughs> over Mount Juliet. What about public education? You're in a state that's been stuck in the bottom 10 out of 50. Uh, we have more. What are, we're, we, it's been a couple of years ago. We were the fifth largest city in the United States for sending people to private school instead of their local public school if you were in Nashville proper. That's not a ringing endorsement of your public schools. That tells you that people understand they got problems. I'm not going to send my kid there. So bottom line is the Dome Stadium is not going to make that go away. It's not going to fix the problem. You should know it well, Clay. You went to a private school. Did not go to did exact no did what? you I was like, what? what are you did talking I? about no like, of course we didn't guess what we turned out fine I'm just saying it's like it, there's there's so much well that, that that falls in behind of like what the issues are and the problems are and um I, I don't know I, it's just the, there's points that are being like I didn't even think about the tram system yeah uh, until we're sitting here talking I'm like that's a great point I, I um, want to bring it back to like a local level we're talking about stadiums yeah Chad. Um, our, our good old alma mater, Chazer County, they they had just recently yeah, updated the football stadium, the bleachers, the bleachers, and I don't I don't remember how much that was, but I know there's a lot of hoopla around that because um, the teachers have not gotten a raise there since no since I mean, I, don't, I don't know how many years I don't want to like say anything and not, and not be true, but they haven't gotten a raise in years. Okay, that's stated all the time on okay. regular news. Well, no, this is coming. I'm joking. No, no, this Fake is coming news. from I mean, my sister and my, and my mother. They work in the school board there. So, and they come and say, yeah, we haven't gotten a raise in how long? And they've and they're going to go ahead and spend how much money on the money. football stadium, that, which tries to county, if you don't know. Smallest county in Tennessee. But they have a huge, like they're one of the top, uh, Tennessee's top football 
historically yeah, they're, they're, taught they're, football they're, yeah, very, uh, very counties well, in the state of Tennessee. Uh, well, yeah, very well known for really? their football program. Yeah, um, so, and they're like, why, why the hell are we paying for this football stadium that don't even need any upgrades, and we haven't gotten a raise in how long? So, you going back to your school situation, why are public schools so are doing so poorly across the state? It's because. Everybody wants to throw well, money at different things. They don't want to. Why do they? Why do they want to throw them at those things? Because David, we were sexy. talking about this on the drive gets, here. But we were talking about this on the drive boats, here. I'm not Chad. super. I'm not. But I'm not super into sports. I'm not. Well, I mean, you're not. I really enjoy the average. Uh, the average person voting. The average I voter. Know, but why? So then. Yeah, but is that just a distraction? Oh, from here we the go. Yeah, I wanted to get into this. Come like, on seriously. now, is the four horsemen, baby. It's like, come on. I want to get into this. Education is so important. Yeah, we need to spend money on the schools, but then it gets to a point like this, and nobody's going to go down to town hall or whatever to talk about and fight for the stadium and say, what the hell are you guys doing? And you know, the politicians are so gung-ho for it because, one, they're probably getting kickbacks from the billionaires. It's cheaper for the billionaire to get it funded by the state um, or, the, or, the, or the city. And then go ahead and fork up some money to the politicians to get it to pass money through. Money is more important than votes. So it's like, where is well, the, there's no accountability anymore. People have all that. They're so distracted by social media, so they're not focused on any of the main issues that are going on around Do you, them. Well, how about, wait a minute. I got a better question for you. So you go out to, you said your mom and sister work, school system at Trousdale. So let's say they're a okay. principal at the local high school okay. where you said yeah. football is important, right? And you're the principal, and you have an opportunity to hire one of the best coaches in Tennessee at the high school. Program. Oh yeah, you're going you're going to Come hire on. him for sure. We yeah. all know what's going to happen. Absolutely, we're going to put we're we're going to hire that person, and then all of a sudden another guy walks in that's probably a you know, fantastic chemistry teacher, and they're thinking, okay, well I need a football coach, mm-hmm. and then I might need a teacher. So what are we going to do? And I'm going to tell you, in my years in public ed in this state, uh, think about it. One of my favorite uh, professors used to say in Tennessee, when you go visit a typical high school, you already know the principal's first name. Guess Coach? what it is? Yeah. Coach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so come on. Our society well, we value, we value sports independent like more than education. Sure we do. It's a distraction, though, from a lot of the real-world problems that we face now. And people don't want to talk about that, but they do want to go on Friday night, be entertained. And I'm not yeah. saying there's anything wrong with that. But how many kids are going through schools with people that that's where their priorities how many are kids Friday grow, night? How many kids not go Monday through, through high school and think they're going to get a Dreaming? huge scholarship right. going and getting right? And then once they hit their senior year, that second semester of their senior year, and they ain't got any offers, the only offer they have is from – uh, Local. Buffalo Bills School of Hard Knocks or whatever. Yeah. They they go on this dream, and then at the end of the day, it's like, oh, well, you're not good enough to play. Now you got to figure out what you want to do for the rest of your life. The rest of your life. Yeah. What do you want to do? So way to oh. focus on your education, and now you know nothing. You didn't focus on the freaking Pythagorean theorem, so you can't go, like, build some – this is stupid, but it's like – I don't know. Like the kids, they you're absolutely right. I can resonate with that. You probably can too, a little bit with basketball. But I'm thinking of like the racing, how much money that cost my family as we were coming up because we're chasing that dream, right? Granted, we did get close. Brag myself a little bit, but um, but it's so, and you hear it all the time. Like, oh, the chances are so slim. But like, school should. I, I don't know if it's wrong, but like, school should even share those statistics. Like, hey, up front, here you are. You're your chances are so slim. Let's make sure we're focusing on your right things. But your plan A. The thing about that, Chad, though, you have to have teachers that actually 
care first. And I'm not saying there's not teachers out there that care, but it's name a teacher, Charles O County, that you can. I'm remember. not going to do that, Coach Keaton. <laughs> no, no. Coach Keaton, sorry, oh, oh, I'm oh, name oh. one. Name Coach, one that cared. Oh, that was real Coach good. Coach Keaton was fantastic. I thought he was very similar to David. Yeah, came in, same energy. He cared. Football. He was an English teacher, but he like he knew his he knew his stuff. But how many teachers are paid to care? Let me let me ask that. None. Exactly. So if you're getting paid right above the poverty line, like and you're coming in day after day dealing with all the headaches that, that is in the school system. Students are going to deliver to you. I could only imagine. You got to worry about students coming in, threatening to shoot the place up. Like, how much are you really going to care to put the effort towards it? Well, it's expensive. There's no doubt about it. There's a lot of different reasons people go to teach, but a lot of people, you know, they they always talk about I, I teach for three reasons, you know, uh, May, yeah. June, and July, yeah. or June, July. So there's and a August perverse incentive there already. It fits with my, yeah, it fits with my child's, uh, you know. Uh, if I have kids, it fits with their schedule. You know, I'm in school while they're in school, et cetera, as far as daycare and things like that. But the really hard thing, though, is if you look at what, you know, going back to the stadium, loop back again. So what draws people to Nashville? A dome stadium? Uh, what? Why do we love all these transplants that are locating here? Now, we use some of these economic terms. They have, they have what's called human capital. They have knowledge that a lot of our local school systems, our state isn't producing. So we're feeding off the marketing, the financial, the engineers, the data analysts, the, you know, the people with all those special skills. Well, people from all over the country are moving here. Well, we're not educating those people. We're taking advantage of their education that they're bringing. What is it called? Brain drain? And you got a million more people coming. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And all these other places. So think about it. Maybe but we what happens to the ones? Our what own. happens but to the who ones we building Nashville Exactly, for? I was going to say. What happens to those yeah. in Trousdale County? Who, who are we building Nashville for? For the people that are now out in Oregon, California, Washington. Uh, that's very true. The people that I are mean, it is geared towards them. Yeah. I mean, we have Absolutely. a vocational school that graduates welders, machinists, and those are high-paying jobs. But how many of those but how many are of leaving Trousdale County and going to work in like? Big manufacturing big places. Oh, they're the ones that are targeted. You know, and what's disappointing about that, too, is how, how many times are you told when you're growing up that, no, no, you don't want to be like a tradesman or something? I've, I remember, but not specifically by my parents. They think those are great. But, like, just society as a whole of, like, oh, tradesman, it's down. You're going to be a welder? A welder makes more than I do. A lineman makes more than I do. Like, those people kick ass and have a great job. Um so, anyways, that's just another little piece, but there's some great schools well, out there that offer that stuff. Well, this might go off the rails just a little bit, but if you loop back to that school thing, you know, you ask yourself, you know, why don't we have better schools? And one of the best articles I used to use in class when I taught seniors in high school, it was called Why Johnny Can't Think. And this guy basically looked at all the research, and he came to a conclusion that when you really start to look at it, you know, we, we, we basically group people. Like when you were in elementary school, if you were a good reader, you were with the red bird, some kind of beautiful bird. Well, to kind of play off of that, if you were slow, you're over here with a brown bird, something considered negative, you know, turds, I don't know, for lack of a better thing. Well, think about it. As you progressed through school and you got to middle school, what happened? We continued that. I'd look at uh, Chad and Clay's transcript and see what you've done so far. Oh, you were with the red group. Well, you want to be on the honors track, you know, to this. Oh, you over here? No, no, you need to start thinking about working with your hands. Then you get to high school when it really starts to crack down. And guess what? The die is cast. And so what do you do? You end up basically being cubbyholed. So then the question becomes, do we even want students that are educated? 
I mean, do you really want them to think and question? So the conclusion of this article was, no. There are three groups that benefit from an uneducated mass. One are businesses. You guys both work in business. Does Bridgestone sell tires to people easier if they don't question anything about those tires? Anything problem with those tires? Or what if something you do? Well, no, we want to uneducate them. Just take the product I made for you, the price you're willing to pay, and don't ask questions. The other group that benefits are wealthy, privileged people. Well, their kids, less competition, right? And then the very last group, who I saved the best for last, the government. Do you think no. government wants voters and, asking questions and actually and requiring you, responses? Wait, wait a minute. i got to throw in Marshall Blackburn here. Just last week in the uh, hearings of the Supreme Court, she misquoted <laughs> something that wasn't in the Constitution. It was in the Declaration of Independence. She's one of our 100 senators, and she did it more than once. Now, I'm not saying she has to be a constitutional scholar, but you know what? If you're going to be one of 100 in a country of over 330 million, you ought to reflect some education, some intelligence, and we shouldn't be seeing that kind of Preach garbage it, on TV. Yeah, I got to tell and you, you can kind of see that divergence now. right now. And you don't want voters saying, do we need a stadium? <laughs> see what I mean? It all comes back to the same thing. Let the billionaire, Let the billionaire pay, pay for, for it. it. That's my takeaway. Yeah. No, but, no, yeah. I mean, they're getting, uh, but they're not going to pay for it. They're not going to. Let them go somewhere else. Yeah, we'll get by. You think those one million aren't going to come? Oh, the Titans have left. I'm but how many are are? I'm going I'm to stay in Kansas. I don't think so. I think they're moving Especially here. when you get down these southern states, football is like a religion. So when you start messing with whatever the football or whatever, you know, is something like a new football stadium. It's shitty because like, they act like, like – like, Those type of people, though, oh, wait, they wait, act wait, like wait. that's the – Okay. They act like that is – I'm going to utilitarianism, like the utilitarian route here of like what's best for majority, mass majority of people. They act like because the football – like it's the best they act like that's the best thing for most majority people like if you went to those 33,000 people that did that survey and 84% said no first off I'm like okay the 84 people somebody those people are educated um, because ask yourself the question what single benefit your average Nashvilleian what single benefit does a new stadium have anything to do with you like what single pro does it provide you besides I get a cool seat to sit in a stadium that I have to pay for you have to pay for the ticket just because your tax money got used for it doesn't mean you get a free ticket um, I, I see and I'm just looking at obviously pretty biased but I just see zero benefit towards the average citizen what that survey that asked the civilians or the, what the taxpayers if they want if they would entertain a new stadium was that a survey that yeah yeah they didn't okay. have a problem with the new stadium provided the taxpayer okay that's bullcrap because the, the taxpayer is going to be on the hook for it exactly I mean I would be like yeah that's, well that's the whole thing we're asking right here exactly. okay let's make it even better how many days are there in a year three hundred sixty five. How many how many games would be played at that Eight. stadium in an average schedule? Eight We're, or you okay. got sixteen home games. Well, you used to have a sixteen game, didn't we? Add a couple couple. Uh, oh, oh, we'll you're, thinking, you're like thinking halfway through the year. I'm thinking fifty percent of the games are home games. Yeah, that's what I'm 
give or take. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Okay, so let's say there's okay. nine. We'll, nine. we'll give you a couple extra. To throw in some of the worthless preseason games that yeah. they still charge you for, and nobody cares, all right? So we'll do 10. Let's, let's go 10. 10. We'll be generous, right? So there's 365 days in a year, and you are going to subsidize without even a, a blink of an eye. You're going to throw $500 million from the state, that, $500 million from the NFL, maybe a percentage from these millionaires, the rest of it from the city well, that's for when they come 10 in. days? And that's you're not guaranteed a winning up. team? Possible Super Bowl. Possible Super Bowl event. Guess what? CMAs. CMAs have been in the freaking Gaylord uh, Opryland yeah. Hotel yeah. for how long? It's a great place. We have one of the biggest convention centers in the country, in Nashville. And I never see that mention, being used. Not to mention one of the nicest. It's used pretty On frequently the with a bunch of business stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, with a bunch of business conventions okay. and stuff, which is My great. <laughs> but And that's where NASCAR used their – they had hosted their awards there. But we have – they're acting like we have nothing here in the city, and it's ridiculous. And so it's just like, and like you said, five hundred million at a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, we had five hundred million sitting in the bank. Where the, why the hell hadn't that been used for other issues? <laughs> and we figure out how to get up the money if this is really something we want. Why the hell is it just sitting there? It's just, and it's not just sitting there. That's the thing. Um, and what was what did you mention earlier about uh, what about article pro- that you read? Yeah. Um, I guess back in 2020, when COVID hit real, real hard and it affected Nashville, uh, who was who's the mayor of Nashville? Uh, After Cooper, yeah, Cooper. Cooper. He had uh, increased the property taxes to like 38 percent, I believe, um, which was during a pandemic. During a pandemic, and I remember, I remember this because there was a huge backlash against you know property owners and people that had businesses and houses and stuff in the Nashville city limits, um, and. I know the peg leg porker guy. He was like, I'm not going to be able to like stay afloat. Um, so they increased the rates, the property taxes. And then I was reading this article uh, yesterday, and it was saying that with that property tax uh, increase, along with a better than expected sales revenue last year, and something else had provided the city of Nashville with this huge cash uh Balance, yeah, had this huge cash, and that now they're ready to start investing in the city, and that they had they're going back on their property taxes now, so they're going to revert it back to what the previous tax rate was. But now they have all this cash, and okay, great, we have all this cash, good for Nashville. Kind of sucks that people had to pay a bunch of money for property taxes, but okay, let's take that out of the question. We all have this huge amount of cash. Now we're going to do, oh, we're going to build a two billion dollar stadium. Boom, well. Crap! There Great. goes all Way the money. Way to pay back the people that had the uh, struggle of their life. Let's with say paying we, all these we renovate the, the state, the current stadium that we have. Let's add a little bit better infrastructure, make it a little bit more nicer for the facility, uh, for the people coming in. You know how old that stadium is? Sorry to cut you off. Ninety-nine. Yeah. So, so it's not a crazy years old, old stadium. Yeah, I'm 26. I take offense to that. Yeah, <laughs> you're obsolete. Now. I'm obsolete. Yeah, what <laughs> the heck? There you oh. go. Four hundred fifty-one million, and you divide that that in today's dollars. Four hundred fifty-one million. Divide that by twenty-two years. That's how many use years of use they've got out of it. That's twenty and a half million dollars a year that they've got out of that. Like that, it would have costed for that yeah. stadium. I just, I don't know. It just blows my mind. There's like, a book I read not too long ago. It's called Free Lunch. Um, I forget who wrote it, but in that it talks about. How when stadiums and big stadiums like this are being built, how the taxpayers are the ones that are getting the 
brunt of it. They're going to be. They're going. They're the ones that are getting screwed because you think about regular tax. Um, when are the benefits that a tax is paid for? Okay, everybody's supposed to be benefited by that tax. How many people are paying the tax for that stadium that aren't even that don't even care about football? That don't even care about going to Nissan Stadium or whatever. Well, you know what I think of? You know, when I talk to people that move here, I ask, you know, why would you move here? What do you like about here? I, I've never heard anybody mention What do you hear? What, what do you hear? What do you hear? Titan Stadium. I hear people talk about the parks. Like oh, we Percy do have Warner Park. Park. You know, it's beautiful. Uh, you could go like 18 or 20 tax. miles from downtown, and you're kind of out in green. Yeah, That's we don't have an income tax. I hear the, the, we have the, a state, the adult life. You know, the adult life. Sales tax. Uh, you know, the bars. Vibrant music city. I'm sure right. It's honest. great. Music is a big one. Um, and speaking of the stadium, uh, aren't they doing the development right on the other side of the river on the East Nashville side? Isn't that planned? Yeah, it's called the East well, Bank don't you, I'm just yeah, like, where are their minds going of like, we got to set up some. First thing we had to do oh, was get rid of the yeah, people no, under the bridge. I'm too. sure they'll get rid of the people yeah. right across the street in the uh, whatever that is, the project. Absolutely. Right there. But, yeah. yeah. We can just, go on and on, but I, I want to touch back on what Fuquay kind of um, talked about earlier about the four horsemen and that entire thing. So. I didn't, Fuqu- hear, I didn't oh, even yeah. hear him touch on it, but I know it's a big topic. You know, you know, I'm talking about though. Oh yeah. So Fuquay, go ahead and go talk about the Four Horsemen and what that has to do with. Yeah, it is one of the best documentaries I've ever seen, and what they talk about in there is when civilizations basically decline, and the last phase of decline is called the Age of Decadence: obsession with sex, obsession with sports. Take Rome, for example, one of the greatest charioteers of the time, if I remember correctly, was worth something like $3 billion. Dollars. Dollars. Yeah, kind of like Deshaun. Well, yeah, think of Deshaun Watson. He just got a $230 million contract after being accused of semi-groping 22 women, and it's fully, and I repeat, fully guaranteed mm-hmm. by a billionaire yep. with connections to Tennessee, the owner of the Cleveland Browns. Has so have we become obsessed with our sports people and so in the age of yeah. decadence, that's the idea. Yeah. Government corruption, obsession with sex, obsession with sports, all these things are designed to divert your attention away from the declining civilization. And many people believe that's where we are. So this is just a continuing argument. Of I thought it was very interesting because we were in the car right over here and he was talking about the, yeah, the gladiator example and the charioteers and like back in the day of like, that is what they use to distract people. Those people become idols of the public and that's where they focus their attention and it's just like almost a brainwashing sort of thing and like why should a a football player get paid millions and millions of dollars like what the hell they're not an elon musk they're not delivering products or inventions to this world or country much less that is going to change lives they're throwing balls around yeah, I mean, not nobody, to offend people out there that love sports. I mean, trust me, I enjoy sports, sports too, but should they be making that much money? Hell no. I don't think so. If I was a NASCAR driver and actually made it to NASCAR, um, there is no way that I would expect to make over $200,000 a year. Like, I'm living, you're living your dream, right? Those guys are living their dream. I'm sure they all love attention. They're out there in the stadium full of 100,000 people, millions on watching on TV. Um, they get the attention. So, and, and most of them, in a lot of cases, they're not uh, just absolute heroes to society. We were talking – how many do you see that 
get arrested and, and go and and, and um, go and assault people and and then they get bailed out because they're hell they're the best running back this year and you, you know what I just thought, I'm sitting here thinking you know what a better uh, what example happened? is a guy named Will Smith walks up on stage slaps a comedian. For making an off comment, which they're known to do to a guy's wife. And I haven't watched the Oscars in decades. Probably haven't been to any current movies. I've watched The Big Lebowski (laughs) 25 times, so I'm not really living in in the present. And that's been talked about by everybody I know for the last two or three days. But on the other side of the world... There's a, a country that's been invaded where men, women, well, and children whole, are being killed. It impacts the price of oil and stuff. But I'm worried about Will Smith slapping a comedian. There's an entire genocide going on in Yemen right now where women and children Absolutely. are literally getting brutally murdered. Yeah. And nobody even knows about that. But Will Smith and him smacking Chris Rock is all over Twitter feed. And nobody could care less about it. For a ridiculous reason. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> So, I'm okay. lost for words Listen, now. Listen, man, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, that's a great. <laughs> Fix the Look, damn pot. I don't know. I saw, some, I saw some hands come up. The, the guys can't even see what our time is at right now. We're at, we're at 52 minutes, which I think is great because I was didn't even realize that we're at that time. But yeah, but it brings up really good points. Like, yeah. First of all, I could the, talk so much about the Will Smith thing. I even mentioned it in my work meetings because, man, that got me heated just to see like society's reaction and if you talk about well if you look on twitter is there ever a justification yes oh yes, yeah i think so. no, I mean, well, really hold on so there is <laughs> i don't know should we take this into part two <laughs> we could but i will say, maybe that's will, why podcasts are popular you i will can't say this like, to see the smack be politicized like it has all over twitter like it's been, wh- it's been politicized like you got people that are defending the rock or not chris the rock, rock. <laughs> they're defending chris rock and they're for some reason people that defend chris rock are now like conservatives conservatives that are like oh well guns are are good, but smacking somebody in the face is bad. It's got politicized. I was like, why we politicize everything? Because that's what it's that's what that's what the political world. It's not racial. It's, it's also racial. Why is it racial? No, but it's racial because of state. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar came out and said, uh, by the actions of Will Smith, he has bought into the creating and promoting a stereotype of uh, young African American men. That Listen, can't hold I'll be the first to admit, as violent people, nearly. Like, if they made a joke to her, I'd be like, all right, man, look, don't don't joke about my wife. Like, I'm not going to escalate to the point of physical contact. Millions of people are watching. And he didn't make, like, I mean, it was talking about, let's be clear, the joke was talking about her hair being almost bald. She, she has G.I. Jane alopecia. is a movie. She has alopecia. G.I. Jane is a movie, and it was talking about G.I. Jane 2 because the movie is a woman soldier, and she has basically no hair. And he was like, G.I. Jane 2, she's going to whatever, try out. You have no hair. That's the joke. Literally, that's the joke. Yeah, she's got a medical condition. It's not. Sorry. It could be a hell of a lot worse. She could have uh, cancer, right? Should, like a crazy stage four cancer. And according to the articles I've read, he didn't even know she had a medical condition. Even if she, he did, like comedians, how many freaking lines do comedians cross? Way worse. Oh, have you ever watched Dave Chappelle? Oh, it's amazing. of course. And how many oh, people? He, yeah, oh, yeah, well, absolutely. he got trying to get um, people were trying to cancel him in his last Netflix special, but it's just ridiculous. I'm like, why? And he had, and especially with their whole history with their marriage and everything. I mean, don't like. 
it's well, just I thought it was ridiculous. And well, I, I'm sure the guy's under a ton of stress, well, but to walk up there, you're on the millions of people are watching. Most people thought it was a skit at first because yeah. it was that out there that something like that would even happen. Well, to have somebody's words impact like impact you that in that way to cause physical harm to somebody in front of literally millions of people watching the Oscars in front of his kids. I'm sure like, his kids are there. I'm not Chris sitting Rock's there. Kids. I'm not even I like I love Will Smith and Chris. I do too. Rock, but, like yeah. But I'm not sitting here like mad at Will Smith. I'm sitting here like I feel pity for him because if you are at the state of mind where you let somebody's words affect you in that way. Now, uh, granted, it is uh, was against his wife, and I'm not going to sit here and say that. If somebody talk crap about my wife, I'm not going to elevate it to a physical um, altercation. You're not saying that you wouldn't. I'm not saying I wouldn't, but it, I'm, it's the first inclination of them saying anything, I'm not going to well, go smack him first. Yeah. If Maybe he just didn't hear the joke and he's just laughing because it's like, they said oh, something about neither. Like, hey, man, you're crossing the line there. Like, you know, don't say anything about my wife. And then they can continue to cross it. That's when, you know, physical altercation may be. He could have just simply done it like, hey, no, no, no. Yeah, like cut a, that like out. Thumbs you know, down. Yeah, thumbs down bad. Walking I, I up disapprove. and smacking the crap out of somebody like that. Ridiculous. It is a hard one. So, and it, yeah, yeah it's just, hard. it is crazy. Will Smith's a big dude, too. Yeah, he's a big guy. Chris Rock took it. I'll say that. Chris Rock took it. What a G for taking it how he did. But my thing is, too. The hypocrisy. What if that was some other actor? Someone else. Rock up there? No, no. Just what if it was some other actor that decided to get up and walk up there and do it? Would they have actually been escorted out? If it was a no-name actor, if it was a, a Tom Holland, or I mean, Tom Holland's not no, a no-name. Really funny. But he's young. <laughs> he's he's uh, his he's different race. Like what happens? Well, it's not a racial. I don't bring. I don't I'm not. Bring I'm just saying. Where, it, why is the hypocrisy? Why does he get? To, is it because he's going to win the actor of the year? People love award? Will Smith, though. I will say that. And people. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I don't know the. I don't let it bother me. But it is interesting to see it play out on everything for the past couple of days. I mean, we still got all these issues in Ukraine and Yemen. And yeah, I was just going to say if you yep. put it in balance with the world. Yeah. I mean, really, so, come on. I don't know. Other pe- other people would just be happy to live in a country that has that. Kind be happy to live in a country where they can actually get food and don't have to starve to death. They don't have to worry about getting bombed in their that? apartments. Where sit. Yeah, where the big problem of the day is whether one millionaire slapping another millionaire. And I will right. say this: this entire podcast, like, maybe people out there would probably want their problems to be a stadium being built or potholes. You know, I mean, bring it all in perspective here. I mean, we could sit here all day and talk about all the issues that Nashville has, but. And I haven't even brought up the most important question in their comment today. I was fired on by my neighbor the other day. I had bullets coming down in my yard, and I called the local law enforcement. I got to tell you, I was sad. This happened to you? <laughs> yeah. We got to cut it right Absolutely. there. Absolutely. We got to cut it right there. Cut it right there. We got to cut it. No, Fund gotta, the police, but right let's have there. an expectation of DNA. We come in and do a second one or something. <laughs> yeah. carry this on. If y'all have any, if y'all have any comments arms, or any suggestions baby. to all the two or three of y'all that are listening to it right now, y'all feel free to. Please, uh, we need the suggestions. What's our email? I don't even know our email. Do we Ooh, have an email? God, did you make one? I did not. Uh, we'll get back to you on the email. <laughs> we'll get back to we'll you. Go ahead and we'll, we'll, we'll I'll put an audio uh, over. Um, Overlay audio file, people. In the meantime, you can reach us at Kindred Spirits Podcast, Kindred Spirits underscore podcast. Uh, It's not up yet, but we'll get it up on Instagram. We'll have a post. Send us a comment. Send us a direct message. Okay. We love you. Out. (laughs) 